Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Sunday, October 11th, 2020. And today I'm sharing my perspective on where I believe uh, the equities markets are going to be going in the next few weeks and months. And at the end of this, I'm also going to have a brief uh, update on where I think Bitcoin might be going. But for the equities market, a lot of what I'm sharing today is based on a dream that Pastor Dana Coverstone received on August the 10th of 2020. And the reason is because his dream was very specific, uh, showing events starting in weeks two and three of October. And we just now, as you know, completed the first full week of October And so today actually marks the start of week two. And so we are right there. And I believe that uh, it's very, what he got is very important. And I also believe that the events he saw coming in that dream confirm what I believe God's been showing me in my own personal dreams and visions. Now, in case you're not familiar with the dream that he received on August the 10th, I've included his video um, at the end of this message. The video he published was 13 minutes, and I just cut out a minute or two at the beginning and at the end because he was no longer uh, in those parts. He wasn't sharing the dream, and that's the thing that I'm focusing on here. But just to quickly recap what he got, he saw the month of October, and he said it was like a calendar, and it was waving like it was blowing in a strong wind. Then he saw a finger pointed to the second week and dragged through the third week. Now, when I first listened to that message some weeks back, I got the impression that everything he was describing after that uh, was coming during that time period, and after listening to it again, a few times, um, I've realized that no, what he's saying is the events that he's describing in this dream um, only begin there. There's many things that he talks about in this same dream that actually continues all the way into Passover of 2021, and at that time, he saw big changes are coming. And so that's Uh, I think the key thing that we need to understand to uh, interpret his dream correctly, uh, you know, he sees trouble coming. And I I think a lot of people are going to watch the calendar and say, see, nothing happened. Uh, There's no tragic uh, events. There's no uh, big moves in the markets. And so I can already hear it now because there's already been people posting comments on Z3 News uh, complaining that, He missed it. He's a false prophet. It didn't happen. He specifically said uh, from the time that he first started posting these dreams that if we get to December and you haven't seen these things because the bulk of what he saw, the bulk of the problems he saw starting, he described during the month of November. And here we are in early October and people are already writing him off. But as I said, I'm not writing him off. I'm paying attention because he's confirming things that I've been seeing. And so anyway, he sees this finger highlight those two weeks 
Then the finger points to October 31st, which is a Saturday this year. It tapped on that date and held the position there. Then he sees a rock flying out of the sky, lands in a large pond. He sees the ripples come away from that that started small, but then they turned into what he described as vicious waves. Now, he goes on and describes events specifically related to the election, where he saw clowns trying to disrupt people going into the voting precincts. What he saw in the second and third weeks, he saw federally elected officials. He said it was faces he recognized, as well as state governors and leaders of different agencies. And oddly enough, these people had what looked like a wick Uh, like a firecracker wick coming out of the top of their head. And he saw these people were talking to one another in very calm, uh, polite, uh, normal tones of voice. And so that's a picture of week two. It's going to look very normal. And so we know this ahead of time. He's telling us that everything appeared to be good, at least on the surface, but what was Odd is it was during that second week that he saw those wicks were lit like you would light the fuse of a firecracker. Now everyone knows when you light the fuse of a firecracker, you have begun a countdown. And that, I think, is the key clue. It's the start of a countdown to something uh, that's going to lead to um, other events. And so then when you get to the third week, He sees those firecrackers explode, and so he saw it was like these people, their heads exploded, but yet they were still alive. And then he gives what I believe is the key clue to understanding all of this, is he says that when their heads blew up, um, it caused sparks and debris to fly all over the place, and it started fires all around them. That's the key word, it started. And so we get this picture of weeks two and three being the beginning um, of a series of events. And he describes what were these fires that he saw? Well, he sees protests uh, erupting all over the country. And he sees uh, attacks on the elderly and on people who uphold the the values of our Constitution and believe uh, in the United States Constitution. He sees uh, people going into um, nursing homes and physically attacking elderly people. And so there's a a big uh, disruption as far as violence throughout our land. And so all those events started, they were triggered by the events happening during Uh, weeks two, and specifically week three. But uh, if you look at how he described it, it was not a uh, public venue. These were um, elected leaders talking to one another um, behind closed doors. So these are things that we're not necessarily going to be allowed to publicly see. You're not going to see it displayed on the national news, all these events. And so I believe God is giving his people a glimpse of what's happening behind the scenes that we can see and know by faith. we got a heads up, a warning of what's coming, because he's telling us, because you're not going to hear about it. 
you're not going to know about it otherwise, except by faith. Eventually, we're going to see the manifestations. We're going to see the ripples in the water grow into vicious waves. But you get a picture of that, that it didn't start that way. It started with small ripples. Now, in these scenes, he's not even mentioning anything about the markets or trading or anything like that. And so it's a much bigger picture than just that. But he saw a shift taking place between weeks two and three, whereas before in week two, they had been speaking to to one another calmly. But by week three, they were red in the face. They were screaming. He described it as primal screams. And then their heads blew up and ignited these fires all over the place. And so what we're seeing is these elected leaders are seeing some disturbing news that has them very irritated, agitated, very upset, very concerned. But again, I just want to make that point that we may not hear a word about any of that for some time, but we will eventually see the manifestations as he saw protesters take it up to a whole nother level where even the protesters were attacking other protesters if they weren't being violent enough. Now, as far as timing, we have not only those weeks 2 and 3 of October, but he also, his attention was called specifically to October 31st. Now, I find that timing very interesting because I heard another lady named Amanda Grace, who gets a lot of uh, prophetic warnings for our nation as well, and she was warned about some kind of trouble coming in the last few days of October. Now, maybe that's when uh, he sees Dana Coverstone saw this rock falling out of the sky, landing in a large pond. It's unclear, was that, the, was that connected to weeks two and three, or was that more specifically toward that uh, October 31st date? But there's some kind uh, of trouble coming, it sounds like, around the very end of October. Now, also what's interesting about that timing, because he specifically, in this dream, he shared uh, that he saw clowns trying to disrupt voters at the precincts. So now if there was a scheme in place, which I believe there is, to disrupt the election on November the 3rd, well, wouldn't it make sense that someone would plan something toward the end of October, some kind of disruptive event right at that time, right in front of the election? And so I'm speculating there, but it sure does seem suspicious that he's getting warnings about disruptions of the election And he's getting a warning about October the 31st. It seems like those two might be connected. Now, after that, he goes on to describe this scene where he sees the the U.S. dollar. He said it's a $100 bill, and it was very large, like the size of a flag hanging from a flagpole. But what was really odd is he saw that this $100 bill was on fire, And he said it was being consumed by the fire until it looked like uh, there was maybe only about a third of it left. Now, when I listened to this the first time and I heard him say that the weeks two and three of October were highlighted to him, 
I had it in my head that this other event about the dollar burning, that he's saying it happens during that time frame, he didn't say that. Go back or, or fast forward and you can listen to it yourself. No, he's just describing events that he saw after he saw these other events. And he's already given the whole scope of the dream covers a six-month window um, from early October into Passover of 2021. So we don't know the specific timing when that scene of the dollar getting burned happens. And so that's point number one is regarding the timing of it. But point number two is just trying to understand exactly what this event represents. Because when I first listened to it, I thought, well, for sure, it's a devaluation of the dollar. That's what it sounds like. And maybe that's what it is. Uh, but another possible explanation is it's just a, a loss of wealth uh, by the American people because he saw the people were weeping um, over this loss of the, their god of money is what he he described it as their god of money was was coming down and so some kind of a financial shaking but it's not clear uh, whether this is uh, the long awaited devaluation of the dollar because that's something that God's shown me years ago is coming and I've been waiting and watching but um, still not sure if if that's what he's seeing or not but if it is the devaluation of the dollar then that we have a whole context of other prophetic things that lets us know that before that event happens uh, we have a crash in Germany that causes the euro to crash that causes the dollar to temporarily soar even higher. And then a very short time after the euro tanks, that's when the dollar gets devalued. So that's a whole series that has been shared previously in other podcasts and other posts on Z3 News, if you're interested in that. But as far as the timing of that event, I know Renee Felder believes God showed her that it's coming in 2021. And Martin Armstrong, the economist, has his uh, economic confidence model forecasting tool that he has built that's been very accurate. And he's saying the devaluation of the dollar is coming possibly in 2021 or 2022. And so when Dana Coverstone talks about big changes coming at Passover of 2021, well, that would be a very big change if there is a, a devaluation of our currency. On the other hand, if what Dana Coverstone saw, the burning of that dollar, represented just financial losses, it could represent just a drop in equities markets, resulting in big losses for millions of investors. Now, regarding what he saw coming at Passover 2021, specifically what he said was he saw a big billboard and it said, Passover 2021 big things are coming for the world. And so with that in mind, please consider this dream that was received by a Z3-er named James Jansen several years back. James received a very short dream in which he he's watching a very old television. And on the screen, he sees written the words, World Collapse. And then below that, he sees 117. Well, you know, that's like so many things that God gives us prophetically 
Proverbs 25 talks about it's the glory of God to hide the meaning of a word, but it's the glory of kings. It's the glory of his people to search out the meaning. And so that's what we're trying to do. But uh, one possibility is that 117 refers to the Hebrew calendar date, the month of Nisan, uh, the first month on the Hebrew calendar, 117 would be Nisan 17. Now, what's interesting about that is that Nisan 17 in 2021 occurs uh, on March the 30th, which is right during the week of Passover. It's like the third day of Passover. And so we've been waiting for years to see the fulfillment of what James saw. But here we have an alignment that could be that these two men are seeing the same events from different perspectives. And I believe a world financial collapse would be the perfect prelude to bringing big changes because they have to have these evil uh, orchestrators of these events behind the scenes, these criminals. They have to have a cover story in order to get the world to believe that these changes are necessary and actually in everyone's best interest to buy into it. They don't want a world revolt as they try to implement these changes. They want our cooperation, so we have to be lied to. We have to be prepared ahead of time. And so I think it makes perfect sense that these would be one and the same event. And so I can only speculate as to whether this event at Passover includes a currency devaluation for the dollar and the euro, all of that. I don't know, but there's some kind of a financial uh, financial losses for global investors that is going to precede some kind of a reset of the financial system. And so it's very possible that it could uh, involve some kind of a banking crisis, banking holidays, and a currency reset. But in any case, if we back up now to the starting point, weeks two and three of October, specifically week three, uh, the fuse is lit in week two, but in week three, uh, that's when these uh, fuses turned into explosions. And so if we start there in the third week of October and then look at the calendar going forward all the way to March the 30th, which is Nissan 17, that's a very long stretch of time. That's over five months. And so what it sounds like to me is we're going to go from a top in uh, the third week of October to a bottom in March, March 30th of 2021, right in there is a, is a series of events that leads global financial markets down a long spiral downward. Now, we can get clues about what to expect over that five-month period just by looking back at history because historically, when markets are dropping from a, a top to a bottom, when markets are crashing even, they never just go straight down. What typically happens is they get extremely volatile, big swings up and down. And so as we consider this period of time from October to March of next year, that's a long time because market crashes historically from top to bottom 
typically take about 40 to 45 trading days. And here in this case, I mapped it out, uh, making an assumption that we start um, the third week of October. I started it on uh, Tuesday, October 20th to Tuesday, March the 30th. That's 111 trading days. That's almost three times as long as a typical market crash would take. And so there's plenty of time uh, during that time for the markets to drop and come back up and drop again lower and come back up, maybe not as high, and then drop again. And I know that's a dire forecast. It's not what uh, very many people are expecting right now. In fact, I'd say almost nobody uh, would be expecting that. But if you look back historically, that is another uh, pattern uh, of previous market crashes is the reason they're so devastating is because investors are never looking for it. And so generally speaking, historically, the masses of investors are always on the wrong side when it comes to market crashes. And I would be right there with them. I wouldn't be looking for this either if it wasn't for the fact that I've been getting dreams and visions showing me these things are coming, uh, warning me about it. In fact, I've listed uh, in my notes, I've got about a dozen things, most of which I've posted in the past on Z3 News. Uh, but I've got most of the majority of those things I've gotten this year in 2020. So it seems like uh, God is giving increased confirmations that we're getting closer and closer to this event. And it's not just me either. I've got comments shared by other visitors to Z3 News. And I had mentioned this in my previous podcast, but um, Avery posted on May the 20th, he said, I saw 12,600 points scorched off the Dow. Okay, well, that hasn't happened uh, since May the 20th. The Dow has mostly gone higher. And then the same day, Jenkins posted, I saw the S&P at 1447. And I have another friend who had a similar kind of warning about the Dow dropping 13,000 points. So it's not just me. There's a lot of people getting a lot of stuff about this event. And so what I've done is I've taken the information that Pastor Dana Coverstone shared and I've incorporated it into my own uh, stuff and I've come up with two uh, forecasts, two different scenarios on how we might, uh, how this uh, crash uh, might unfold between now and Passover of 2021 and uh, they both start in the third week of October, I'm assuming that that is the, the start date, the top. And so I believe that we're going to drop a little bit maybe this week and come back up even higher next week and uh, form a top. It might even be a new all-time high next week. And so I believe we're going to start up there. And I just picked a date uh, next week, uh, October the 20th. And so if we say that's the top, and then from there, it starts dropping. Well, there's two scenarios that I came up with. One is that we repeat the, the sequence of events like what we did in March of 2020, where the market dropped from top to bottom in just 23 trading days. If we repeat that scenario and we start on Tuesday, October 20th, we would reach the bottom on Thursday, 
November 19th, somewhere in there, maybe Friday, November 20th, right in there. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom. I'm talking about the first bottom, that this thing would drop down into a, a major low there, and then it would start to retrace that and start to begin to work on the next major low. But what's interesting to me about hitting bottom on about November 19th or 20th, that's 14 or 15 trading days after October 31st. Well, what's interesting about that is if you look back at previous crashes, the biggest part of the drop always happens within about 15 trading days. Sometimes it's 12 trading days, 12 to 15. So you're right in that range that if there was some big event on October the 31st or even late October, it would set up uh, the markets to uh, tank, um, drop sharply during November going into uh, that time period, November 19th or 20th. And so that's just one scenario that I'm watching for. I'm not saying that it has to happen that way because I don't know that. I'm just trying to uh, present uh, scenarios, things to be watching for, things that I think are very possible that could happen. But the other is that we do more of a traditional uh, 40 to 45 day uh, trading days from top to bottom. And in that scenario, historically, what happens, and it's amazing how it repeats with very great consistency, but what happens is when you get to trading day 28, right around in there, the market has already dropped and come back up uh, within 3 or 4% of the top, and it forms a secondary top just a little lower, 3 or 4% below the top. And so if, you, if we follow that timeline, that secondary top would be on Friday, November 27th, which is the day after Thanksgiving. The markets are closed on Thanksgiving, but holiday weeks like Thanksgiving, Christmas, those, those weeks are typically bullish weeks. So it would make sense that the market would be coming up into that week and forming that secondary top. And then that, then that triggers the start of your three weeks for the markets to really tank after that. And since that whole sequence from top to bottom takes 40 to 45 trading days, if it starts at the top on October 20th, it would hit that bottom around December 15th through the 22nd, somewhere in there. What's interesting about that is you're right during the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. And so many of these market crashes historically have occurred during Jewish holidays. And so that pattern uh, would then be repeating in that scenario. Okay, well, I'm going to stop there for the equities portion of this uh, podcast. And I just wanted to briefly share with you regarding Bitcoin. If you look back at the charts of what happened at the, during March of this year as equities were tanking and actually throughout the year, Bitcoin has pretty closely tracked with equities. So when equities were uh, dropping during those 23 days, Bitcoin was also nosediving. So uh, the scenario for Bitcoin, I think, would again uh, follow equities. And so whatever uh, of those scenarios that I just mapped out for equities, that's what I'm expecting for Bitcoin. But I think that's where the two diverge because 
what I believe is ultimately going to happen is you're going to have these major big money investors are going to ride this crash down to the bottom. These insiders who are privileged enough to have access to these evil schemes, they're going to put their big money on shorting this market and making a fortune on the way down. And then as if we're going into a banking crisis, some kind of a currency event, they're going to have their money protected and moved out of the system and put it into other assets and the cryptocurrency market, I believe that I believe that's where we're going to see a huge rally begin there, and uh, also putting their money into the precious metals as well. And when it comes to Bitcoin, I had a, a dream about a month ago in which I saw a number written way up high on a white background, and it was written in blue numbers, and the number was thirty six. Now, when I saw that, and I'm so focused on equities, I wasn't even thinking cryptos. But then I remembered that uh, some of these guys that are really uh, uh, learning a lot about how God speaks in prophetic trading dreams, they've identified that the color blue is often associated in dreams with cryptocurrencies. And the number 36,700 uh, doesn't sound even remotely close to being possible for anything other than Bitcoin when it comes to cryptocurrency. So I think what I was seeing there was Bitcoin, and it's showing that Bitcoin's going up to 36700 But I think before that happens, it's going to drop hard at the same time as equities drop. Now, in my previous market update back in May, my podcast, I mentioned that uh, there were some prophetic insights showing warning about Bitcoin dropping all the way to zero. And uh, we think that that is related to some kind of a hacking event. It's not a market-driven uh, price move, but a hacking uh, where it just temporarily goes to zero and then goes right back up. Supposedly that drop was going to start when Bitcoin is at around 9200 and then uh, down to zero and right back up to 9200 and as far as the sequence of uh, when that happens, I don't think any, but a lot of people have been warned about that event, but I haven't seen anybody yet that has a sequence so that we, or a timing so that we know uh, which comes first. So for anyone considering trading Bitcoin, that's certainly something to seek God earnestly about before making any commitments of any money. Okay, so that's all I wanted to share for today, and the remainder of this message is Pastor Dana Coverstone sharing his dream received on August the 10th, 2020. So I dreamt I was in the month of October. I saw the month of October as a calendar and was waving like, like it was being blown by, a, by a, a strong wind, not a fitful wind, not violent, just kind of a fitful wind, you know. I saw a finger appear, and it pointed to the second week of October, and it dragged the finger through the third week of the month. So it covered second and third week of October. And then it pointed October 31st, and it held the position. It just kind of tapped it and held it. The first thing I saw was a rock. It came flying out of the sky, and it landed in a large pond. And the ripples started off small, but then they became like vicious waves. Um, like like when the wind begins to blow stronger and the ripples start to go further out. 
I saw federally elected officials, faces I recognize. Um, I saw specific state governors. I saw agency leaders. And I saw just radicals, like the people you'd see in Portland or Seattle, Seattle or, or Minneapolis. Um, but they had wicks coming out of their head, almost like a, like a firecracker wick, like a firework wick. And the second week of October is when I saw simultaneously all those wicks coming out of the heads were lit on fire. Federal officials had heads that were the shape of like an old M80. Those folks from the 70s and 80s remember those. The governors had heads shaped like the black cat firecrackers, the, you know, the one and a half, two inch firecrackers. Everybody else had the smaller like ladyfinger style firecracker fireworks. These people are talking, and they're starting to get animated. They're starting to yelling. They're screaming. Uh, the facial images went from normal and calm to red face, jumping to an absolute out-of-your-mind, uh, out-of-your-mind primal scream. And everybody's head blew up at the same time. These people were still alive, but their heads had blown up. And this resulted in sparks and debris flying all over the area where they were standing. It started fires around them. And then I saw the protests that were taking place, that were still taking place in October. They went up another notch because the, the bystanders who were, who were part of the protests and that were there, that were not being very, very violent and not really getting us involved, the protesters basically said, if you're not doing that, you're not one of us. And they began to assault those protesters who were not deemed as violent or as vicious as they should be. And I saw some of those protesters left on the side of the road, almost like they were dead. They'd been beaten because they weren't, protesting like the other ones were. They weren't doing all those things that they should have done. If they weren't complicit, they were beat on. I saw I saw the elderly people, and this is what got me, I saw elderly people being attacked. It was an attack on older Americans, the people that hold the Constitution dear, the flag dear, the people that have the, the, the common sense uh, values, commitment to faith and biblical principles. I even saw people trying to get into nursing homes and nursing facilities to attack older people. That's what I saw in the dream. And then I saw a $100 bill, a big $100 bill about the size of a flag. It was hanging like a flag on a pole. And it was burning from one corner. And it was being lowered, like at the end of the day. And I saw people with their hands over their hearts and they were crying because their god of money was just being lowered. It, was, it had lost its value. And it burned until it was about a third of it left. It was a celebration. People were celebrating. While some Americans were just devastated and torn up by what they saw happening, there were people celebrating that the dollar had died. It was dying, the value of the American dollar. There was someone even playing taps in the background. And then I saw churches, small churches, small groups of people kneeling and praying. They were wrestling in prayer with the spirit of the age. These people were protected by bubbles, bubbles of safety. There were angels guarding them around, or guarding around them. And these were the faithful core of the church that had not been compromised in their values and their faith. They were being encouraged to stay, to stand strong. They were being encouraged to keep preaching, praying, believing. And there were relentless attacks against them. Just like the ones I saw in, in the September dream, there was just relentless attacks against them. 
But they stayed faithful. They were in the heat of the battle. They were praying. They were fighting. They were wrestling. I say with the spirit of the age, but they were fighting to stay faithful. And they were very few in numbers, but that didn't bother them. And I saw behind each of these, each of these, each of these people praying. I saw a small gate, and I was reminded of Matthew seven, um, thirteen and fourteen. Enter by the narrow gate. Enter by the small road. They never stood up, even though they'd walked through that gate. They just, they were right there beside it. Then I saw puffed up pastors, and I saw puffed up prophets. Very expensive suits. And they were preaching against the idea of persecution coming. They, they promised prosperity. They, they promised health and wealth and only good things. And, and, uh, and they spoke like their words, as they spoke, their words were like they were slurred, like they were drunk. And suddenly their clothes were coming off. Their tie was loosened and taken off. Their shirt was taken off. Pretty soon they were standing there completely naked. And I saw this rug pulled out from underneath them. And they go flying up in the air. And they're trying to cover their, their, their modesty while they're up in the air. But as they were flowing in the air, I saw money flying out. You know, I saw money flying out from them. All the money that they'd gotten from all the prophecies and, and ministries and things they'd done selfishly, I saw that money just kind of flying. But when they landed on the ground, this is another thing that just really got me. When they landed on the ground, all of them that landed on the ground that were all puffed up bit through their tongues as they landed. And pieces of those tongues went flying. And they were trying to reach out to grab them, but they were always they were beyond the reach. I was reminded of the story of the emperor's new clothes. They were exposed. And then the scene went back to those that were praying, and the warfare was still tense, but the present strength was obvious in those that were praying. And then it switched to one last scene. I saw clowns in suits, like circus clowns. And they were, they were pouring buckets of oil and grease on the ground in front of election venues. And the signs said, you know, elections so many days away, weeks away, weeks away. But these clowns were dancing and acting like clowns. They were juggling. And there were people trying to get to, to vote, but they were slipping. They were sliding past the doors, and they couldn't get in to vote. And, and the clowns were actually trying to distract these people from, from doing what they were supposed to do. And they were, they were doing it in a professional way. They were juggling, but they were doing skits. But the skits were sinister, and they were abusive. And they watched anybody approaching the ballot, the, the, well, the, not the ballot box, but approaching the venue, the building where they were going to vote. They looked at them with suspicion and angst. But they were doing everything they could to keep people from voting. They were trying to distract them from what was going on. And then I saw this big billboard. And it said, Passover 2021, big things are coming for the world. Big things are coming for the world. And that white figure appeared. And he said, do not stop bracing for the storm will not pass until I stop the storm. So brace, brace, brace yourselves. 
and don't look back. Okay, I'm going to stop there for today. Thanks for joining me, and I hope to be back again soon.